What's up, y'all? Welcome to Modern Motherhood, an unapologetic podcast about parenting in this crazy-ass world. I'm your host, Mary F. Baby. And I'm Dr. Ash. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. Hey, everybody. I am Dr. <laughs> Kitiana Howard. <laughs> leadership yes. okay yes, we yes. Need to my connect. mom likes to say that i have a doctor and telling people what to do <laughs> <laughs> that works too you know so tell us a little bit about yourself uh dr howard and how you uh, what pursued you to get your degree just because i want to know um to get your phd um and a little bit about who you are as a person Yep. So I currently reside in Columbus, Ohio, um, for only another few months or so, and I actually will be relocating to Charlotte. Um, I am the mom of three. Uh, I've got an amazing son who is 17. He's a senior in high school this year. So mm-hmm. he and I actually both graduated. Uh, we graduate a week apart from each other. Um, and then my daughter um, is eight, and then my baby boy is um, 20 months so wow. I uh, run the gamut on the age on the I age range there. Um, yeah, it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy, but I've got like this in-house babysitter, which makes things really nice. Oh, yes, that's a blessing. Soon. I'm so jealous yes. right now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's for been the great. You set it off to college soon, so I'm like, now what do I do? Pay for babysitters? Who does that? So. <laughs> oh, the in-house babysitter is your child. <laughs> right, I thought you exactly. really, really had an in-house babysitter. We were over here oh, like, we're no, so no, no, jealous. No, I meant my oldest. <laughs> no, I meant my son. That <laughs> she was too. the in-house babysitter. <laughs> that works too. But, um, yeah, so now we'll be finding real babysitters um, to help out. But I'm a single mom of three. Um, had my son at 21. So I really have um, pushed through... Um, really in my mind what a lot of the barriers are that people see or people think of when they think of single moms. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of my degrees I have gotten um, at while I, while being a single mom. So um, one of my biggest things I tell people is that, you know, you can't let your current situation stop you from um, discovering your dream and your passion and, and pursuing it um, to the fullest. Absolutely. You have to, have to, have to keep going regardless of what, else is going on in your life or else we will always be stagnant, right? We have to find that internal energy to, uh, or motivation to keep pushing. Even when we just want to lay down and go to sleep, we have to get up and do the homework, write that 20 page paper, right? (laughs) Mm, Pull up your big girl panties and keep on going. That's really what it's all about. So tell us about your business. What's the name? What's the purpose? Um, all that good stuff. Yep. So my business is called loving me empowerment. Um, like I said before, my passion is helping people discover their dreams and then figure out ways to make those dreams a reality. Um, so through Love and Me Empowerment, I am an author, um, a speaker, as well as a leadership consultant and an empowerment coach. Okay. Um, I do a lot of coaching um, with people, just plain everyday people like you and me. Um, I do um, coaching on time management, 
on discovering your passion and purpose, on work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Um, I also do, you know, workshops and trainings for people in the leadership field, you know, who want to become better leaders um, and things like that. Um, I've done workshops for children. Uh, Last summer, I actually, I want to do another one this summer, but last summer I did a workshop called, or a conference called Leaders of Tomorrow. It was for children ages 6 to 12. And I just, I really believe that um, a lot of who I am is because of the types of people that my mother chose to surround me with as I was growing up. And so I really believe in giving back and doing that same thing for our young people as well. That makes total sense. We just did a whole podcast on how our upbringing impacts us um, as adults. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think sometimes people fail to realize the importance of childhood and, and how getting yeah. structure um, kind of helps us adapt to adulthood but you bring about another Mm -hmm. point having uh been surrounded by positive people and by people who were uh acclimated and successful that you know helped play a role in you that village you know really came through it really did yeah it really did i was surrounded like if i think back now i was surrounded by some very um powerful and influential black women and didn't think anything of it at the time. You know, I think of one of my mom's best friends um, ran for a high ranking political um, position within the city and things like that. And so while there weren't a whole lot of people, I think that probably had their doctorate Mm -hmm. and I'm the first in my family to have a doctorate. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But the idea of it though, wasn't far fetched. Um, because I was surrounded by women who were just powerful in their own right. So it was nothing to, you know, to, to move to this point, I think, because of the women that my mom chose to surround me with, I just knew that whatever it was that you desired to do, you were going to do it because that's what you saw each and every day. That makes complete sense. Um, for some people, it's totally abstract to think about being able to do certain things and to to hold certain positions because they don't know anyone who's actually done it. Um, but that's, that's a whole so other topic. I'm not going to go off on a tangent today. <laughs> I just want to say, because we really could. We, I have another business as well called Pretty Brown Princess, and it's for young girls of color ages um, 6 to 12 uh-huh. and just encouraging and embracing our young girls to love the skin that they are in and love yes. who they are. Wow. And one of my favorite workshops that we do is career day. Mm-hmm. And for career day, I ask our girls what they want to be when they grow up. And we all know as moms that, you know, what they want to be today is completely different than what they wanted to be two right. weeks ago. Right. But I bring women in who are in those fields mm-hmm. for that exact reason that you just said, because if you see somebody who looks just like you in that position, it makes it more attainable in your mind. You know, one of the best things about President um, Obama becoming president, right. whether you yes. agree with his political political views or not, was it gave the opportunity for our young black boys to say, oh, shoot, I can be president? Yeah. Like, just for that reason alone, yep. and that was awesome. So. Yeah, you're absolutely. That's another conversation, right? It is. It is. We can just keep going on and on and on about that, but 
you know, oftentimes we see our kids just want to be teachers and doctors and lawyers because that's all we know. And then you get to college and you find out there's a whole other gamut of careers that you knew nothing about. Nothing. Like, exactly. Exactly. Insane. That's so true. And you're breaking that's barriers, so you know, not just within your family, um, but because you're doing work in the community, you're also... Um, breaking barriers in those young girls' households. And then they'll tell a friend, and, you know, that friend will tell a friend. And and before you know it, just you, uh, one girl from Ohio uh, has changed uh, a, a whole group of young girls a way and of young thinking. children. Yep. Yeah, a mindset. Yeah. And, that's, and that's really the big thing, I think, because even back in the day, um, you know, with Carter G. Woodson and his um, book in, you know, um, The Miseducation of the Negro, mm-hmm. he states, you know, we have this mindset where we're just supposed to be in the ghetto. Right. Where, you know, mm-hmm. parents tell you, well, you can't be anything else. You can't amount to that. You can't do that. And so all it takes is for one person to break that mode in order for that to change. Um, so true. And then you go into that, um, you know, that generational wealth where, mm-hmm. you know, yes, I have a master's, but now I expect my kids to get a doctorate. And then right. I expect these mm-hmm. kids to do this and this and that and third. That way you're building you know, this generational wealth within the family and mm-hmm. we're not leaving our kids in debt, but we're leaving them in wealth. Yes. So that's very true. And that's one thing that I tell people, people ask me all the time, you know, how do you do all that you do? Why do you do all that you do? And I say it, other than the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of a little bit stubborn, a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. And once I put something out there, I'm not going to eat my words. Right. But I do it because for myself, um, I am leaving absolutely no excuses for my children. Yeah. They can never, they don't have to be doctors. They don't have to get their master's. Like, not at all. That's not a requirement. Right. But mm-hmm. what they do have to do. Like, they can never say that they don't know how to discover their passion and their purpose because that's what mommy does each and every day. She teaches people how to discover their passion and their purpose. They can never say, oh, life is a little bit too hard. I can't keep pushing because they've watched mom continue to push time and time and time again. So for those things, I'm leaving no excuse for my children but to be all that God has created them to be in their own right. Um, My son, who's, you know, headed off to college, is um, going into animation. And, you know, a few months ago, he came to me and said, you know, I know I've been talking about going to animation, but I think I kind of want to do something with vocal music as well. Mm. And I said, then do it. Like, you can do both. So now he's planning to um, double major in animation and and music education. Uh And I told him, I said, if that's what you want to do, by all means, 100%, whatever your heart beats, go after that thing. I said, you don't want to end up stuck working at a job just because you have to pay the bill. Right. If you can find a way to work in an area that makes you happy, mm-hmm. like my mom is a teacher, and I used to almost get jealous because she would come home, maybe not every day, but almost every day, and she would be so thrilled about the day that she had. Meanwhile, I was going to work and couldn't stand my job, but I need to pay my bills. So, right. you know, I desire for myself, my children, for the people that I work with to be able to have more days that they come home because they enjoyed what they did during the day because it's their passion and their purpose opposed to just working a job just because they have to pay the bills. Right. right. That's right. understandable. So as a mompreneur and, and, and 
you know, I feel like, and this is with everyone who has started their own business, but especially with mothers, what did you find was a challenge with starting your business and also raising children? So the biggest challenges, I would say, one is time management. Um, you know, you're talking about having my own business. I still work full time, having children and being in school. How do you juggle all of that? And there are many days where I just wanted to be Kitiana, just the person, just the woman. You know, I didn't want to be mom. I didn't want to do homework. I didn't want to be an employee. I didn't want to have a business. Like, I just wanted to sit. But really figuring out how to balance um, my time to make sure that my children didn't feel um, that they were missing out on anything, um, that I wasn't missing out on any of their important experiences in life, because that's huge for me. I don't want to have a huge, booming, thriving business, and meanwhile, my children are sitting behind my back hating everything about what I do, because I'm always, you know, taking care of everybody else, but not spending any time with them. Um, so figuring out how to balance that time, and then... I'll be honest, you know, being a, a mamapreneur who, you know, got your own job and work, work full-time and, and things like that, there are days when I wish I could just quit my job and just try to dive headfirst into my business. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, uh, you got three children, and right. uh, you got three little children who need health insurance. You know, if it was just me, I could be like, oh, let me just go and do it, and life is going to be great. But it's like, nah, you got three kids who like to eat on a regular basis, who are always in the pantry, (laughs) you know. So it becomes challenging to figure out, like, how do you balance um, that decision between trying to get your, I'll put in quotes, your side business to the point where it can actually take over um, your full-time income and then even getting over your own fears and apprehensions, like, there's a lot of comfort for myself in having a full-time job because whether yes. I slack off today yes. at work or yes. whether I bust my behind, I still get paid every yep. other week. In my own business, if I slack off, if I'm not sitting there and using Hootsuite and posting on 12 different, you know, 12 different times a day and trying to engage this group and talk to that group and push this book and, and convince somebody that, their time, that they don't have any time management skills, I don't have any money. You're and I'll be honest, like right. that side is scary. Yep, you're absolutely right. So um, tell us what advice you would give to any mompreneur. So other people that are in your shoes, other women who are um, apprehensive about taking that launch or, you know, fully giving themselves to... Uh, their their business what what advice do you have for them i would the first piece is going to be time management i mean that that piece is huge because you can't add anything just being a mom by itself takes up all of your time Mm -hmm. um even if you're not with your children you're thinking about your children you're scheduling the appointments for your children the school's calling you about the children you know that takes up so much anyway so taking that time to um to uh make sure that you've got those time management pieces in place are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of that, I would say know what your role is 
and stick to it. Know mm-hmm. what your passion and your purpose is and stick to that, to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, figure out what it is that makes your heart beat. Mm-hmm. Figure out where you see um, a, um, a, a, an inadequacy or a flaw, you know, a problem, and what do you have to offer to resolve or to solve that problem. Right. Those are the things you want to go. Those are the areas you want to choose when you're going into business. Okay. Um, you know, I get propositioned all the time for all sorts of other stuff. You know, oh, do you want to join this? Do you want to join that? Here, we can make this money, make that money. And I tell people all the time, I know my passion, I know my purpose, and I'm going to stick with that thing. Wow. Don't, you know, don't be so quick just to jump on every train that goes by. Right. It's hard to not be distracted, though, you know. Oh, yeah. a lot of times we want to go where, I hate to say it, but we want to go where there's money, right? So yeah. you're absolutely oh, yeah. right in being firm in our decision and in our purpose. If it doesn't mm-hmm. align with your purpose, let it yep. go. Don't do it. Be yeah. comfortable and I think the with final saying thing- no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just posted the other day. No is a complete sentence, and you don't have to explain yourself. But I think the other thing that that really goes through, um, goes even above those things that Mm -hmm. we as women sometimes have challenges with Mm -hmm. is don't compare yourself and your business to anybody else. Because the reality of the matter is what you see on social media does not necessarily mean their business is booming as well as it looks it is. So don't compare yourself with what you see everybody else is doing. Let me tell you, because Instagram, Facebook, and any other social Mm -hmm. media outlet, half of that stuff is staged. Okay? Yeah. I tell people all the time, you can have an event. I mean, I've been there before, you know, in in the beginning where I've had two people show up. And, you know, you take the pictures just so it just happens to be the two people in the picture, whatever the case may be, and you you know, you follow up your Facebook post. Thank you, a huge thanks to everybody who came out today. Right. I don't know whether it was two people or whether it was 200 people. You're right. You know, yeah. meanwhile, you're sitting at home sad because, you know, Sally Sue had this event and it seems like she had 200 people there and you can't get more than two people at your event. When you start really talking to Sally Sue, you realize that both of y'all still ain't got two people coming up. Yeah, that's a word. Same two people. That is a word, <laughs> you know, Dr. Same Howard. Two people showing up at both events. Right. Right, right. So as our time comes to an end, tell our people, um, um, I want you to do two things. Tell them what sets you apart from everybody else and then tell us how to find you on social media or just how to keep in touch with you in general. Okay. Um, What sets me apart? I think that for me, um, I'm living what I'm talking. Mm. Like I'm not that person that's sitting there talking about, oh, I remember, you know, 40 years ago when I struggled to make ends meet, I remember 50 years ago when I was just doing X, Y, and Z, Mm -hmm. like I'm living that life each and every day. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what makes me even more reputable in in the areas that I'm in. Mm -hmm. You know, who better to talk about time management than somebody who's a single mom of three that works full time, that's active in the community and at church and was in school. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's really what sets me apart. Um, and I have the heart for it. Like, it's honestly, truly is my heartbeat. And then how to get a hold of me, um, you can find me on Facebook, um, Instagram. I'm not, I'm just trying to figure out Instagram, just being honest, transparent. I can post pictures, but I never do too much of it other than that. <laughs> but you can find me under Love and Me Empowerment. Um, my website is lovingmeempowerment.com. Um, Facebook is Loving Me Empowerment. 
So you can definitely find me um, there. You can always email me, um, admin at Loving Me Empowerment. If you think of Loving Me Empowerment, you'll find Kitiana. Um, if you look it on Amazon and just search for Kitiana Howard, um, you'll find my books out there as well, as well as on my website and things like that. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, no we problem. Are sending, Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are sending positive vibes and loves and more blessings to you, Dr. Howard, and your family. Um, and we wish to continue to support you in any way we know how. Um, we look forward to speaking with you in the near future. Thank you so much. Awesome. No problem. Thank you for listening to another episode of Modern Motherhood. Follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook group at Modern Motherhood Podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave feedback. Love y'all.